It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. The accent is French, if it's the first time you uh, hear my voice. Uh, before I get to your calls, to the love stories and everything else, um, I, I invite you to listen to my podcast, La Confession. You can find it on our Heart Radio app very easy and then type La Confession. Uh, because something very unique happened on my last episode. Somebody emailed us at therendezvousshow.com and said they want, she wanted to confess something. And I, I took that confession. Uh, I don't judge at all. I listen. And the reason I say that, because I've learned that also in therapy, that when you've had a secret for years, when something is being intoxicating your heart or your soul or you for too long, you need to get it out. And that podcast, when it comes to relationship, that's what also this is about. So check out the latest episode, Mary Confesses to Something, and I'm not going to tell you what. Check it out, La Confession on Our Heart Radio. Any questions tonight about your relationship, call me now. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me right now. Bernadette, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Bernadette. Welcome to the rendezvous. Tell me what's going on tonight. So my boyfriend has two very close friends of his, best, best friends. Um, but I'm not too fond of these two best friends because I think they're a bad influence on him. Uh, they have girlfriends, but they're always cheating on their girlfriends. And oh, I noticed no that. Good. No good. And I noticed that um, they're always finding the girls through Instagram. They're DMing them. And so I trust my boyfriend, but I want to go on his Instagram and check out his DMs. But I want to know if snooping is immoral or wrong or what I should do. I don't really know. Okay. I mean, so Bennett, let me ask you this. Um, do you think stealing is a crime? Yes, of course. Okay. So do you think stealing somebody's information is a crime? Yeah, definitely. Okay. And so when the police needs to um, look into somebody's house, what do they need to get from the judge? Well, they need to get information on phones, on technology, you know, anything. No, no. They need to get a warrant, right? You can't go and snoop in somebody's house without a warrant. Oh, oh, right. Okay? So my point is, no, you cannot snoop. The only way to do this is the right way, which is if you have valid cause, which I'm not sure you do have right now, that his friends are cheating is not enough to say he's cheating. So that I don't think is valid. But if you have other signs, the best thing to do is do it up front. Honey, I really worry about something. Do me a favor. Can I, uh, with you together, look in your Instagram right now and let me check the DMs. And if he says yes, that means there is nothing that he's afraid of. If he says no, well, then you can ask him why. And you say, I don't want to snoop on you. I'm just really worried. But remember, Bernadette, you can only do that once. So right now, do you think you have enough proof or reasons to do that or not yet? Not yet. Okay. So why don't you wait a little bit and and don't judge a man by his friends or a woman by her friends. Yeah. You know, I have some friends who do, you know, not good things in relationships, but I'm still a good friend with them. And I have good friends that, you know, do the right thing. I, you know, so it's all different. So I think you wait and give him the benefit of the doubt. Because at this stage, his friends have cheated. He has not cheated on you that you know. Yeah, that, that I know of. Yeah, exactly. I guess I just get paranoid. We, we all do. Welcome to the club, Bernadette. I get that too. So, yeah. All right. So let's not snoop at this time. Let's wait and, right. and call me back if, if it happens again and we'll talk together again. Okay? 
Okay, thank you. All right, relax and have a great night. Thanks for calling, Bernadette. Thank you. I got to go to my email because I have one regarding online dating that needs my help. So that's coming up next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. If you have a question about your relationship, but you can't dial in, just send it to me by email at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this email tonight? This email comes from Alana that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alana. There is this guy who I'm interested in on a dating site, but it only lets you message your matches if you buy the premium package, which I don't want to do. I did some research and his username is the same as his Instagram name. Would it be too straightforward for me to message him first on Instagram, even though we matched on the dating app? And if I did message him, what would I say? Thank you. That's a great question. Should you message on Instagram somebody you don't know? Let's talk about that next. Stay with me. Would you ever send a message on an Instagram account to somebody you don't know yet, right? That's the question Elena sent me. They, they match on a dating app, her and this dude, and she wants to know now that she found him on Instagram, can I send him a message? Alana, yes, you can. I will tell you why. First, because who doesn't dare doesn't live. You got nothing to lose. Two, because you match already on an app, so he must know that you guys matched. So I see no reason why not to take a dare and send him a message, but a very casual message. Say, hey, I saw we match on Instagram. Uh, what's going on? Or just, you know, uh, let's get together or something very simple. And you take a chance. Life is too short not to take a chance. Don't play games. Don't wait. You guys matched. You can't afford the other program to see what he's writing or something like this. Don't wait. Reach out to him. Any other questions you may have, call me. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question? Just call me. Mina, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. You have a question for me? Yes, I do. So my boyfriend and I do work a lot, and he works out of town a lot. So I try to keep it spicy and fun when he's home, when we're together, but I feel like I've exhausted all the regular avenues, you know, in terms of dates and almost kind of things to do in the bedroom. How do I reignite the ooh-la-la? Oh, I see. So to understand that, you have to tell me, at the very beginning, how did that all started before you went to the ooh-la-la? You guys went on a date. What was the, the ignition of that at the beginning of this dating story? Well... He and I met in college, and then we went on to have our own separate lives. And about five years later, we met at a, an alumni party, um, and it was just instant chemistry. Like, we knew each other in school, but it was kind of a, you know, we're still kids thing. But then as, a, as adults, there was just really just fireworks from the start. But we've been together for six years now. And like I said, with our crazy schedules and it kind of feels like we're going through the motions. Like we care about each other, but it's just not as sexy as it used to be. Well, welcome to the club, Mina. It's it's every relationship after five, six years. Everybody, whether you travel yeah. or not, it's the same. But the question is, did you guys go on a date? What I'm trying to figure out is, you know, you go back to the basics. And the basics of attraction is to look good, feel good, 
and then ulala. And so, Mina, yeah. the way to ignite the flame is to do date nights, is to do exciting stuff. It doesn't have to be very expensive. It has to be you are preparing for it. There's something very exciting for both partners when both are getting ready for it, looking good, feeling good, smelling good. It's the opposition of being home in your PJs and just doing ulala because you bought stiff. The contrary. Mm. The ulala is the consequences of a wonderful date, but not the goal. So you've got to think date, you've got to think concert, you've got to think restaurant, bar, you've got to think whatever it turns you guys on, not ulala. And then it happens naturally, okay? Okay, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Mina. Good luck to you and him, and I'm sure it's going to work out. So I keep my fingers crossed. Have a good night. You too. Have you ever been like Mina in a situation where no more ulala and not know what to do? Let me share with you my own experience when it comes to that. And that's straight from Paris. Stay with me. Have you ever been in a relationship and lost the loving feeling, the ooh-la-la? Didn't know how to start it. And worse, you start to blame each other for it. Oh, you don't make an effort. You're always in your PJs. Oh, you know what? You don't put the dirty laundry away. Or this or that. And you blame each other. Have you ever been in that situation? All of this because you forget the essential of what creates ulala, and it comes to one word, romantic, right? The ulala is the consequences of feeling very good with each other, the chemistry, and the romance. Without this romantic feeling, without wanting each other, because everything is at peace with each other, and we're not fighting with each other, then we can bring back the ulala. So don't blame each other and find always a way to get back to a little bit of romance. And I'm going to give you next a few examples of what do I do when I'm in a dry spell and I need to find a solution. Stay with me. That's next. So what can you do when you're in a relationship, maybe you're married and you've lost the ooh feeling for each other, right? It's a dry spell. So I've been there. And the first thing you're going to do is A, not to blame your partner. Two, not to blame yourself, find a romantic setting, right? So what I've done, and I've been dating for 30 years, every time I'm in a relationship and that happens, I think romantic. I think maybe we go out to a nice restaurant. Maybe we just go for, you know, out to the park. We do something out of the routine. As soon as you leave the routine, you enter the zone of creativity, romance, and even poetic. And that takes away the pressure of everyday's life, and we can find it. Be spontaneous, be yourself, and laugh, and enjoy each other. Because every time you're together outside of the house, there's a bigger chance, if you're prepared, if you look good, if you smell good, that you're going to find this ooh feeling again. Any questions? 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. Any question? Call me. Elisa, bonjour. Bonjour, how are you? I am good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up tonight? Uh, yes, I need a little bit of advice. I mm-hmm. um, went on a date with a gentleman and I enjoyed much of the date. However, he brought up the subject of ooh-la-la a little too quickly for me. So when you say, um, like, after the dinner, during the dinner date, or like, how early that topic, when it was brought up? He kind of brought it up around dessert, um, kind of like, you know, making insinuations, talking about the dessert, and, um, oh, I see. you know. So yeah. let me ask you this. How did that make you feel? I didn't like it. I felt a little 
objectified. Mm-hmm. So um, you're wondering, should you give him a second chance and go on a second date? Or what are you wondering? I, I, I think my gut, my knee-jerk instinct is no. Okay. But I don't want to be too quick to judge because, you know, maybe he was nervous and, and he was just trying to, to make light of a situation that's kind of serious. And I don't know if I should give him a second chance. And if I have the same feeling again, don't, you know, bother anymore. Or if I should just go ahead and jump to that conclusion now. Um, Eliza, I'm a firm believer that women intuition never lies. So you need jerk reaction, your gut feeling. That's your intuition. It protects you. Okay. You can't ignore it. Okay. So no no second chance for the dude. He was on the date to have ulala with you. That's why he said it. Not because he's nervous, because he probably found you very beautiful and wants ulala. But that's not what you want. And I think he made a ma- major mistake. He was honest to his fault. And now I think that you know what he wants. Uh, I think you should respect your intuition and not date him again. Find somebody who's, I would say, more respectful and also, you know, more interested in dating you and having a relationship with you than just ooh-la-la with you. I agree. I agree. Oh, Thank you for good. confirming how I feel. <laughs> well, never, never betray your intuition, Elisa. That's a tool that will never betray you. So just respect your intuition and you'll never be in trouble again, okay? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. Every time you go on a first date, there's a couple of things you should remember. Let me share those things with you next. What do you need to know on a first date? You get to meet somebody for the first time and you're thinking you're excited, you're looking forward to it, and then you're wondering what to ask, right? Or what is the red flags, the green lights and all that. And it comes down to this. It's not so much what the person wears or what they look like. All of this is, is nice. But the real thing is who they are and how you feel. Right. So instead of waiting for the other person to ask you questions, ask any questions you want. You know, polite questions. Don't be too personal, but ask. I'm an adult. I love when when a woman asks me direct questions. It makes the conversation more interesting. And I'll ask you the same. And then there is this those questions to never ask. Right. So I would stay away from to direct questions when it comes to ulala, obviously, or religion or or politics. I would keep that away from any first date. But everything else, have fun, enjoy it. There is also something important you should know. The biggest red flag or the biggest green flag you're going to find on a first date. Stay with me. I'll tell you which flag it is next. Have you ever been on a first date? Everything was great, but you felt either worried or scared or anxious or nervous. Have you ever felt that? I have, all of them. So... To define what flag is on the other side of the table, the red flag or the green flag, which is date again or never see him or see her again, you have to understand it's all about the feeling you feel and not ignore it, please. The biggest mistake I've made, ignoring the red flags. The red flags is usually what my intuition tells me, what the intuition tells you. Never ignore it because it's never wrong. If you don't feel it, don't force yourself. No matter how charming the person is, no matter, you know, maybe lonely you've been, never betray your intuition or your own feeling. That is my biggest advice after 30 years of dating. Never ignore yourself. You know inside of you, good or bad for yourself. That say, let's be positive. I want to hear a love story now. So if you have one, call me 855-905-8255.
Bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. And, and it makes my day, makes my night. And I always look forward to your calls, to your questions, and to your love stories. And, and by the way, thank you for the voicemail and the follow-up. I love that when you follow up after we've talked together. Always leave me a message at 855-905-8255 if you have an update. Because, you know, I give all those advice really from my heart and my experience for you to succeed. So when that works or doesn't work, I need to know. Let me finish with this quick poll. I put on my social media this question. Who do you vent about your partner to? 41% of you said my friends. 24% of you said my family. 0% of you said I vent online. And 35% of you said I vent to no one. Well, let me give you a last piece of advice for tonight. Venting is good. Vent to your best friend. you got to get it out of yourself. Or even better, vent on this show. You can call me always tomorrow night. Have a good night. Thank you for listening. Et bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.